welcome to Check Check Go, episode one. My name is Philip, and I'm joined by my best friend and partner in crime, Nathan. What's up? Hey, that's me. So, if this is your first time checking out Check Check Go, and it probably is, because the last iteration of this podcast, nobody listened to. So, welcome aboard. Yeah, they were all missing out. Don't call it a reboot. Why would why would we? This is episode one. This is a weekly gaming podcast where Nathan and I sit down and talk about the latest news in video game world for all the platforms out there. And also, we're going to talk about what we've been playing. Did you just read that intro off your phone? Yes, I did. I've prepped to you. You were much more prepared for this than I was. You've got a list on your phone. You do have a list of topics. I didn't write out an intro. That's all right. That's all right. You can be prepped for next week. Anyway, we're going to talk about what we've been playing. We're going to rave about what we love, and we're going to rant about what we don't. So, Nathan. I mostly handle the ranting. (laughs) Nathan, are we going to be talking about Anthem Impressions this week? Check. Are we going to be talking about PS5? Check. All right, let's go. Well, that was smooth. That was smooth. He sprung that on me. I didn't know that was happening. So anyway, Nathan, what have you been playing this week? Spoiler alert. Uh, It's been Anthem for the most part. Well, and we say this week. uh, You did not participate in the super weird early access for Premiere members, right? You just jumped in Friday. Which one? The one that you get for being like a super member or a regular member or like the demo or like the second demo or the third demo or like or the early access or, or the like, closed beta or, or the like open a beta <laughs> or like a dev i don't know uh but you jumped in on friday we're recording this on sunday so you've only had a couple days with it and i have had literally one i think i had one more night than you did yeah you started friday night and i woke up to a text saying you have to get this so i got it so yeah we've been both playing anthem uh, real quick, because we got a lot of topics to discuss later. What early impressions? Give me, give me, give me, give me. I'd, I mean, I've really enjoyed it so far. Yes. Uh, th- okay. So for those who maybe live under a rock and you don't know, uh, there, there's been some opinions going around about Anthem, and I have an opinion about those opinions. By whether the way. it's positive or whether it's negative, uh, if you worry about critic scores at all or you know the metacritic it didn't do great maybe not crack down i have three an opinion level, about those but uh nathan i feel like wait what did I, crack down three get i haven't seen that uh i believe it's down in the low 60s now i terry cruz automatically makes that a 10 <laughs> so i feel like we're both a little bit more positive on anthem than yeah but like i said i have else. i have an opinion on why the the score is so low for anthem Okay, and that is? So here's my thing. Um, None of the listeners will know this, but you know this, but I don't like watching trailers for movies and or video games, Um, mainly because it creates, like, this false sense of hype. Like, I don't... I think hype trains should all be derailed and decommissioned. This is where Nathan and I are very different. Yes. I am a hype man. I I think the amount of hype that we're putting into specifically, like, AAA titles like Anthem is what's killing them on launch. Sure. Um, also, EA's staggered launch system was not helping with that. I agree. I um, agree. And I feel like it was it was hurting BioWare's development process a lot, and that's probably why it came out such a buggy mess. Well, and 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 before we get any further, 
because we both played, you played on Friday, I played on Saturday, we both experienced, our first experience with it was after the day one patch hit. Which So everyone's opinions that were like negative were before that day one patch hit. So. Well, also, you got to remember, like, which version of Anthem got the Metacritic score because it's changed from demo to demo and release date and patches. I mean, like, the game has constantly been evolving for the last month or so. So it really depends on which version of it got reviewed as to which Metacritic score it deserves. Because I'm telling you right now, the game is fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, flawed, but fun. I mean, yeah, it has its issues, but I mean, we'll we'll get into it. Okay. So, I mean, do you want to get into it now or later? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, to answer your question, the the anthem that was scored and the anthem that a lot of opinions and YouTube videos were swirling around the internet was prior day one patch anthem, which on one hand is a little unfair to the game, but on the other hand, though, they did technically, according to EA, count this as an official release. So, I mean... It's not unfair to score it because we were told that that was a release for a you know large portion of the player base. Yeah, but I mean their their official release date for the game had, was always the twenty second. Sure, sure. So I feel like that's the version of the game that should have been reviewed. Anyway, I mean that's yeah, just yeah, that's EA being screwy. Yeah. Um, which I hate to say this, but EA is also like probably not the worst gaming company right now in my opinion but we'll get to that later <laughs> yes um, wait for the topics yes but uh yeah so far i've been loving anthem um i don't feel like it's fair to compare it to destiny a lot of people are doing that it's, right, a, it's yeah. a different beast um specifically in, in what might be my favorite like my favorite thing about it which is the movement um i mean that's the uh, the dodging and the flying is just instantly captivating. Yeah, and uh, the fact that the world that you're moving in um, is is beautiful, it's gorgeous. So like you're not just moving around in sort of like these closed corridor spaces. I mean, these areas are wide open. I remember last night one of the things that I said when we were playing was the verticality is just incredible because. I mean, you can be flying and dive through like this sort of tunnel in the floor and you realize, oh, wow, this isn't the lowest part of the map. Now we have an even lower wide open space and it's just a fun place to explore. And also there's uh, one of the effects that I like is uh, in some games, even in ones where you can like jump a really good distance, you'll see like a fuzzy bottom to like the floor like you look down and sure. it's just like a gray cloud and in some games that means hey if i jump down there i'm probably going to respawn and anthem no you just bust through the cloud and then there's like more to do down there yeah yeah and i mean thank thank goodness that there isn't like fall damage at all because that would suck i i honestly think that it would be fantastic no it would not it would be horrible uh, i think there should i think there should be uh, repercussions for not being good at flying no no, don't do it. Yeah, no, no, I think they should have that in. Bioware, stop listening. <laughs> stop listening. <laughs> no, speaking of Bioware, you mentioned um, the verticality and the backdrops. I mean, Bioware has always been good with, uh, from a graphic standpoint, level design. Sure. 
um, from a playability standpoint. It depends on which game you got. Um, but as far as just like from a graphic standpoint, their their level design and like their backdrops and all that has always been fantastic. They've always been creative. Yeah. And I mean, we've both been playing Bioware games for a long time. I mean, I started with an Icy Old Republic. Um, you got into it with the Dragon, Dragon Age, Age series. Still trying to get you to play Mass Effect. Yeah, yeah. I'm almost there. <laughs> almost. I'm almost there. Almost. But uh, that, that's always been their strong suit. And it really, they've really put a lot of work into Anthem. I mean, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it, it really is. And so aside from straight graphics, now, of course, we're playing on PC. So we don't really, I don't really know what it looks like or plays like on like PS4, regular PS4 or Xbox One. So if anybody's out there playing on those systems, let us know kind of how that, that goes. Uh, but I mean, on our PCs, it looks great and it plays great. So I want to make a comment right here that'll kick off a console war. No, <laughs> I sh- I no, <laughs> no console wars, please. Uh, but anyway, um, from a gameplay perspective too, I find it fun. I know some people were complaining that it's very samey, but I would say that, it, and I'm not trying to make a comparison to to Destiny because you said not to. But I mean, as far as like a kind of this sci-fi shooter thing goes i mean you're going around shooting waves of enemies i feel like that's pretty standard yeah it's going to be samey yeah also if anybody's complaining about it being samey um change your javelin like change your loadout like i've experimented with like i don't probably like 10 different like loadout builds at this point just on the one javelin and like Depending on what abilities that you load out, it can completely change your playstyle. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I think I was I was speaking more to like the missions are go here, fight a horde of enemies, go over here, fight another. Well, horde. that's just, and I just feel like that is sort of the genre. Yeah, that's the genre. I mean, that's you're that's what you're expecting. Okay, so I was thinking about this this morning, and then we'll sort of wrap up Anthem <laughs> and move on to. Move on, because we could talk about this for an hour. But, We've got a lot more stuff to talk about. Um, so I was thinking about this earlier. Do you think that a lot of the criticism toward this game is coming because people are approaching it as a Bioware title and comparing it to older Bioware games? No, because that's exactly what I'm doing, and that's why I like it so much. Because I was thinking... In my head this morning, I was sort of comparing this to um, Elder Scrolls Online. All right. Hear me out. Weird flex, but okay. Hear me out. Because if you approach that as comparing it to all the other Elder Scrolls games, no, it's not a quote-unquote good Elder Scrolls game. I don't... But it's a good it's a good MMO, in my opinion. I don't think that's, that's a great analogy. No, but this, if you approach it as this is going to be like all the older Bioware games where you're going to have a really strong story with a really strong, like conversation choices. No. in that, from that standpoint, it is not a quote unquote good okay, Bioware from, game. from a, from a story and character standpoint. No, from the gameplay. And like I said, the level design and the graphics and like the shooting mechanics, it's everything that I expected from a Bioware game so far. But I think most for, people I mean, are coming but to Bioware. The story and the story. characters are going to take a hit anyway yeah. because it's an MMO. Exactly. And so that was my point. Like, I think it's a good, what are we calling this, looter shooter, MMO, online, multiplayer game. 
I think it is a good one of those, but I can understand if you're coming into this expecting those strong characters and strong like story beats, it's not that. But well, I think, I think it that, is a good that might be what shooter. Bioware fans came into this as, but I think a lot of their market was towards people playing Destiny, and that's that's not a fair comparison. Sure, sure. Um, I will say one other thing. I know a lot of people are wondering, can I play this by myself? Oh, you can. It's you just can. tough. It's tough. But, I mean, you you played most of it before we started playing together. You played a lot of it by yourself on hard. I played hard. all of it solo on yeah, hard. on hard. So, for those of you out here wondering, I mean, there is an easy option. So, if you do want to experience the story and experience this game by yourself, other than seeing some people in free play because you can't do that private... I think you could do the missions. Yeah, you say see other people in free play. I've done free play like two or three times now, and I've never seen another single person in it. But there's I mean, a possibility like, that you the, can. The game area is huge. Yeah, but there's a possibility that you can. Now, at least I don't think mine's turned on, but like I don't hear other people talking, so I don't think... Like you're, you're not no, I mean, we did a whole stronghold last night, and nobody yeah, said a yeah. word. Because we were being carried. Now, but anyway, I, look, it's fun. I will say... It, I think what they could have done, and this would have been interesting, is take a, a classic Guild Wars one route. And if you did want to emphasize this like four-player team, for the people who wanted to play single player, they could have made like mercenaries or heroes. I think that's just you loving Guild Wars coming out. <laughs> it is. It is. But like also, I mean, Bioware is known sort of for their four player or like like you and heroes right so i think it would have been cool if you if you could have brought some like ai out into the out of the world would one of those people be matthias because no do no not absolutely want. not because he's useless do not want do not <laughs> i'll Sin. take yarrow returned returned yeah oh dude yarrow going out and just like making little quips here and there would have been great all right but anyway uh nathan have you been playing anything else like in the past say like week or two before anthem came out um i have but it's not like literally nothing that you would care about um i've been playing jump force which is okay the i new... mean I, I i i won't play it but i mean i know all about it yeah what how do you what do you mean you know all you, you i've know been following all about it, it since since this announcement and like I you're keeping my finger on on the temperature. I know okay, a lot of people name, have named the three main characters in Jump okay, Force okay, and I what they came from. That. I can't do that. But I mean, like I I just know sort of how. I mean, I know people are having problems with the. Some of them are having problems with the performance. Some of them are having problems with the uh, the oh, animations. Oh boy. So, oh boy. So tell me. Okay. How how are so, you enjoying it? So Jump Force is like every like every mainstream anime got together and had like a glorious fighting baby. Sure. Um so if you've ever wanted to be like hey, I think Goku from Dragon Ball Z should fight like I don't know like Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, what would happen? Well, now you can find out because I literally did that in Jump Force and I hate Yugi so much. But and that's, it's a, it's that's a different discussion. Yeah, and it's a 3D fighting game. It right? is, yeah. yeah. So, how, um, how are you liking it? I okay. So it does have a lot of issues. Like <laughs> I don't. I'm not even sure I could call it great. Um, the story is disjointed and weird, and you mostly just refight the same people over and over again. Um, like the walking around animations are so terrible that I don't even know why they put them in the game. Um. I mean, it has a lot of issues. However, 
after you make you fight in uh, three man teams, you share a health bar between all three people, but you can switch in and out and you can do support attacks with your three different heroes. Um, after you pick your team and you start fighting, all of that falls away and the combat is excellent. <laughs> it's just great. Like everything before and after that point is it needs a lot of work. But the actual combat and how it plays out is fantastic. It's one of my favorite fighting game mechanics. So, like, it... I mean, does it sort of make you ignore some of the other flaws? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Um, I mean... It... I don't want to put this... Everything that's not fighting is just kind of like, let me hurry up and get into the next fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like the ability system that, cause I mean, you can use like, I use, you start with an avatar and you can equip abilities from every other hero in the game onto your avatar, uh, three of them. And then like an ultimate ability. And so you can mix and match people. So if you wanted, uh, this isn't going to mean anything to you, but if you wanted to use like, uh, Goku's, uh, Kamehameha and then like, uh, Naruto's, uh, Rasengan, I mean, you can, I mean, that's. You can mix and match, and just the fluidity of the combat cannot be overstated. So it's almost like they 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 had that concept, they did that, and then they just kind of like patched some things around it to make a game out of it. That's and, almost yeah. exactly what happened. <laughs> so, all right, cool. So is that is that about it? Are you been playing? Um. Okay. Well, just general impressions. If you are really into like anime and like all of like the big three, like. Uh, like uh, Dragon Ball Z and Naruto and One Piece and Bleach and all that. Like, if you're into that kind of stuff, I mean, it's it's for you. You're gonna really enjoy it. Like, seeing all those characters that I know from all the different anime like interact is just it's amazing. <laughs> for a, I'm pretty much a weeaboo at this point. Um, I mean, it's it's great for that. So if you're into that, like, it's 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 a good fighting game. Like the actual fighting mechanics, everything else just needs work. Um, I probably, I wish I hadn't paid $60 for it because I feel like that's, it's probably not worth that price tag, but if you buy it when it comes down to like $20, $30, you'll have a good time. Cool. All right. Uh, what I've been playing, it's been a good week for me last Saturday. I mean, that's been a good month for you. It's been really been. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because despite both of our opinions about Kingdom Hearts three, I played Kingdom Hearts three. From beginning to end. And uh, then also last Saturday I finished a game that I've been wanting to play for years. That's Final Fantasy XV. Finally got it. Welcome to the party, Philip. Yes. Two years late. Yes. It doesn't matter when you get there as long as you get there. You know what I'm saying? Really? You know what I'm saying? Because now now I'm there. And yeah, that was a great experience. I wasn't ready. I mean, you tried to prime me. You tried to get me ready a little bit. But I I still... I still wanna, wasn't ready for that. Do we want to throw up a spoiler warning? No, because you got no. mad at me for spoiling something. Yeah, and I was like, no. oh, it's been two years, but the man. the end still, like, I, I wasn't ready for that. Even though you kind of, you said that's going to happen. You didn't say how it was going to happen. How it happens, so much worse. Anyway, Final Fantasy XV, uh, it was a good experience. Great experience. After that, after that is where we kind of get interesting a little bit. Because Are we just gonna gloss over the whole KH three thing? Is that is that not happening? We but, do well, we, do we want to get into that again? I saw that that was on your list. I saw that that was on your. I mean, list. is it? 
has it been too long? I feel like it, mm, I kind of want to talk about it in an official capacity, and then again, what I kind of don't. What if we say can of worms, talk about it next week? Have that be like the topic of the show next week. Uh, that way we could do we could do full spoiler warning and just talk unfiltered about it. Eh, I feel like that that's pushing like the the deadline on relevancy. I think that's giving people time to play it. It's already been out for what? Okay, all right, almost all right, a month all right, at this all right, point. Well, give me, give me, all right, give me then. Not the hour that you gave me, you know, two weeks ago. Okay, we so just like just just base opinion. Yes, I hated it and it was terrible. <laughs> I disliked please, it. Please don't I murder disliked me. it and it was okay. But we both have a lot of similar opinions. I think you're just a I mean, what it what it boils down to is we waited so very long for this game and then it was a thirty hour mess of a story that should have just been a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like I feel like there were more cutscenes than I've ever seen in any other game, including. Oh no, I timed some of the cutscenes. There's there are two different sections in the game where the cutscenes alone are over an hour. Yeah, so in a thirty hour playthrough I mean, we're talking eight, like a good ten percent of the game is just yeah, nothing but you watching cutscenes. Cutscenes, um, so but I, but I feel like even with all that, we were still missing complete gaps of the story. I got into a discussion. It was not an argument, but I got into a discussion with someone who was trying to convince me that Kingdom Hearts three was a far better game than Final Fantasy fifteen. Was it your brother? No, it was not. Oh no, no. Um, a far better game than Final Fantasy 15 because Final Fantasy 15 was a bad game. Now, now I'm, now I'm curious because I want to find this person and have words with them. And a lot of the things that they were complaining about 15, I could have I could have said, okay, well, I I don't agree with that with 15, but then apply it to Kingdom Hearts 3, like flat characters, like entire chunks of the story just missing. Uh, that to me, if you said those two things, I would say Kingdom Hearts 3. I feel like those characters. Oh, are if you want to talk flat. about flat characters and chunks of the story missing, we can always talk about Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> Cue the oh, booing. Oh, can of worms. Can of worms. All right, uh, but yeah, I mean, even with all of the cutscenes of Kingdom Hearts three, I feel like a lot of it was still unintelligible, and that's coming from two people that understand the story. Yeah, because we've kept up with it. So it was it was unfortunately kind it, of a it mess. felt way too hurried and unfinished for a game that we waited for for like what 14 15 years okay well but you can't you can't really go 14 15 years because i understand it's been yes, that I long can. since two no but you got those weren't spinoff titles those were just named titles we've really been waiting like eight years since whenever <laughs> we've Dream really been waiting eight yeah years. it's only been only eight eight I think it was 2011 or 12 when Dream Drop Distance came out. So whenever that was, I still say if this game had come out in 2013, I would have been a little bit more okay. I mean, if we had already had four, (laughs) it would have been all right. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3 could have been a lot better. I still say there was nothing in that game other than just kind of how quote-unquote pretty it was at times there was nothing in there that couldn't have been on like the ps2 
I th- did you mean the PS3? No, I meant the PS2. Wow. Yeah. I mean, may, uh, it might not have run oh, as well, and you might have had to, like, they skipped. They skipped a whole yes. PlayStation. Yes. I just realized that. Yes. They, they skipped a yes. whole PlayStation iteration. Yes. They put the remixes out on the PS3. But that is a great segue. Again, on the PS4. That is a great segue for our next topic, which is the PS5. It is. It is. Um, all right. Well, let's just go into topics. Let's go into topics. And let's start with PS5. Nathan, are you wanting to tackle this from a, like, what are you hoping for the PS5? Or what do you think is going to happen with the PS5? Because <laughs> I, I, I'm worried that um, there's a wide gap between those things. Uh, uh, I want to tackle this from a, I hope what I've heard about it is true. Okay, all right. Tell me what you've heard about it. Okay, so, I mean, I don't think we still don't have a time frame aside from maybe like next year question mark I, I i think it makes a lot of sense and like logically i think we're looking at holiday next year for both for both consoles xbox and playstation most likely but we but and we until all, that until that moment the switch will continue to, to dominate and on the xbox side i think we're gonna see probably some, an announcement from them at e3 this year uh Sony's well, not going to be they, there. They have so. to. They have to give all those indie developers they picked up last year a chance to develop on their new system. That that's a different topic. And they weren't indie developers, Nathan. Well, some of in them the, were in the like the three people working at the thing. But anyway, all right. So what you've been hearing about PS5 has to do with backwards compatibility, right? Yes. So are like. I they I hope they that say is true. <laughs> they're they're saying that they can get the entire PlayStation catalog from one through four onto the same console. If they can do this, Microsoft does not stand a chance. Mm, I disagree. I disagree. Uh, they can do this. Okay, you want to so know why? You, because you say you you say you disagree. Yes. Before the Switch came out, arguably the the Xbox was pulling ahead in the PlayStation in the in the console war with PlayStation, simply because they announced backwards compatibility with the 360 and they were executing on it and it was working. Yeah, and it still does. I mean, and then amazing. and then the Switch came out and screwed both of them. But no, no okay, no, 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 no. What happened was Nintendo said, okay, we can't necessarily compete in power with these two guys, so we're going to do our own thing. And I think that's what Xbox is going to do. I think Xbox is going to stop competing with Sony, and they're just going to let them do their own thing. Because if you don't know what Xbox is doing sort of behind the scenes, they are going crazy. And we could segue this into xbox and switch you said that switch is burying xbox they're freaking partnering together so i don't think that xbox is to be fair at this point nintendo is partnering with everyone no but they are partnering everybody is getting a slice of that nintendo pie at this point so anyway backwards compatibility i don't think it's going to bury xbox but i think it is going to ingratiate playstation owners because it's something we've been crying for for a long time and yes it can well, work because which, xbox which is leads doing me it. which leads me to my next point for this does that mean that i'm gonna have to rebuy all those titles oh yes most likely yes 
Is that going to be an online-only feature? Most likely. Okay, well, because, once again, we've got to look at the history of what PlayStation does. They make promises, and they might come through on them, but it may not exactly look like how they said it was going to look. I mean, because, to be fair, they have backwards, quote-unquote, backwards compatibility now. You can play PS3 games on your PS4 but not the complete PlayStation library. now. So they like, have they have like the biggest hits essentially, but and not even all of those. They could make the promise that they're going to make all the games come back and put them on PlayStation Now, and that's not exactly like what we were hoping for, you know. So, eh, it is what it is. I I'm I'm hoping for a like you can put the disc in, you can put the disc in, it will read it. Philip, it's 2019. Nobody needs a disc. Oh, Nathan, 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 Nathan. There's so many people out there that still play discs. I have, I like, I, I know a guy that still uses discs, and I have this argument with him all the time. It's 2019. Get rid of your discs. <laughs> that, no, no, no. There are so many people that still I love, love collecting. I love discs. having the Just standpoint. Because, yeah, but I get into that is so your many arguments though. I get into so many arguments with people with this, and I love it. There, Get rid of your there, discs. There's still, there's still a reason to have discs, and I still hope that... To take up space? Put more plastic in the ocean? Oh, my God. But anyway, I, I hope that you're able to pop in a disc, because I love that about the Xbox. I can get an Xbox 360 disc and pop it in the Xbox One and play. And it works fantastic. So, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. PS5, we're able to still keep our PS4 discs, our PS3 discs... Pop them in and it works. Fine. Some of us don't have any PS3 discs. You're or, one person. Or You're PS4. Person. Wait, no, no. I have I have the disc for Bloodborne, and I think that's it. Can I borrow that? Have you not played Bloodborne? No, I want to though. Have you played any of the Dark Souls like from no. software stuff? No. Well, you probably just need to start with um the new one. What is uh, Sekiro? Sekiro, yeah. Shadows, yeah, you should twice, probably just yeah. start with that. But I still want to play Bloodborne because of, I mean, a lot of people love it. It is the easiest one. (laughs) Which is saying something. Loser. I can't say I'm terrible at those games. I mean, you didn't get very far into Bloodborne, did you? Um, That was mostly just because I got distracted by other stuff and not because I was terrible at it. Um, Bloodborne is the easiest one, and it's a lot of fun. But uh, it's just, they're not really my cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. True, true. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else about PS5 you want to... I'm going to buy one regardless. Yeah, so am I. Uh, but I'll throw... I'll throw Mainly it. because her, the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn is probably going to come out on the PS5, and I'm, uh, definitely I'm, not I'm there for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I will take your PlayStation and raise <laughs> you Xbox. I'll come back with something on my list. Um, Xbox Game Pass rumored to come out on switch wait run that by me again you you haven't heard of this no oh okay nathan okay so first of all i have xbox game pass now and it's freaking amazing and this is why i'm saying like hey you know what's on that game pass what mass effect i know and i was going to get there later when we talked about game pass so game pass is awesome and this is why i'm saying like 
unless I don't think that Xbox is just going to die because PlayStation just buries them. I think they're going to morph into oh, something. Xbox else. is not ever going to die. They're just going to morph into something else. And this is what I'm saying like, like Xbox a beautiful and Switch, gaming butterfly. <laughs> Xbox and Switch literally partnering it, it's it's rumored Xbox wants to put Game Pass in a lot of places. Mobile. PC. Blackberry. Nokia. <laughs> Play the Snake. New, the new Play Razor, Snake on the Xbox Razor Game Pass. Um, and, and Switch is one of those. So, I mean, it is possible that we could be living in a world where you can play Xbox games on your Switch if you wanted to. It would be it would be could streaming. The Switch hardware support It would be streaming. That? It would be streaming. Their whole point is, because with the xCloud, is they want their games like Gears 5, Halo Infinite, to be able to be played on like old hardware because it's all with their streaming. Hmm. And, and, and we'll see how this works out, but because supposedly you're going to, you're going to slip your disc party, into the, into the switch to play those game pass games there, Philip, all of those, um, all of their first party titles come into game pass. So theoretically, if it comes to Switch, you could be playing Halo Infinite on your Switch if you needed to. If you needed to. Now, I'm not saying that that's going to be the best place to play it, but like if they have like cross-progression and everything is just stored in the cloud, you could pop your disc into your Xbox or you could just fire up Game Pass on the Switch and play it on the go as long as you have internet. And I think... In a year or two, when like everybody's on 5G and everybody has unlimited data, we could be playing online games and stuff just anywhere we want. Yeah, but what if you forget to bring your disc? <laughs> it's at home, so whenever you're at home, you can pop in your disc if you want. If you want. I'm not so going to anyway, leave you alone about this now. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Just because you like digital, I like digital too, but I'm still saying there are so many people out there that still like their discs. They still like to own the game. What if the sh- what if the servers get shut down, Nathan? Then you've lost all your stuff. <laughs> hey, uh, Steam called. They'd like to talk to you about that. <laughs> uh, if Steam oh, my bad. They're, Steam too, bu- they're too busy. They're if too Steam busy fighting crashes, Origin. A lot of people on PC are screwed. They're too busy fighting Origin in the Epic Store. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So anyway, that that's that was something I'm excited about see what xbox does with with game pass and yes mass effect is on game pass and yes i'm gonna play it so speaking of nintendo yes got some interesting news out of them this week that came kind of out of nowhere interesting meaning sad i yeah part of my childhood is dead part of everyone's childhood is dead so hit me go ahead and hit me with it like you did like you did because this is how i found out was when you texted me so so Reggie, yes, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, the guy that came to kick ass and take names, according to him, yes, has yes. has officially retired from Nintendo as Mom- president of Nintendo of America. Yeah, moment of silence. Reggie was awesome, dude. I mean, like seeing him conferences, seeing him on the directs. His body just, was ready, man. Dude, dude, I was ready every single time, every single time. Um. He, he was just a staple and an icon, you know, and to me, the face of Nintendo, and so... It was the face of Nintendo to pretty much everyone. Yeah, I mean, ever since, the, I mean, what you were talking about 
his his infamous or like his famous I won't say infamous but his famous quote from what was that E3 uh, that was the the reveal of Twilight Princess so back in the Wii slash, was it Twilight Princess yes uh, back in the Wii slash DS era so I mean that's a long time yeah I mean, I think it, 13 14 years he's been doing this dude dude. I don't know. I mean, I'm that's getting, I'm getting a little emotional. That's, that's almost the entire time I've been into video games. Yeah, um, but at least it's for a good reason. Now, I mean, according to yeah, him, he's according yeah, according to him, he family. wanted to spend more time with his family. And yeah, friends. so if if he were a football coach, he would say that, and then go coach another team in about two years. Do you think he might pop up anywhere? Wait, else? what would what would what would a high school gaming team be? <laughs> I was thinking of like a college team. So he could go coach who's one of those small time developers that Microsoft picked up or something. I don't know. I I have heard. I mean, this is completely unfounded. This is just people speculating. So they're just hearsay. Yeah. What if he popped up at Google in a couple of years? At Google? Why? Because Google's getting into the video game landscape. If you want to talk oh, about a diskless out. world, get out of here, Nathan. Next month, GDC, their their conference, they are unveiling supposedly their step into the video game market. We yeah, are, so you can play Farmville on all of your Google devices. N- Whoop de no, do. Nathan, 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 no. There, did you not see where they were? Um, like they gave out Assassin's Creed Odyssey to people playing their their stream like their streaming version of it and it was supposedly pretty dang good but i mean their their future is triple a games possibly either on not a device at all you just get a controller and play it on your tv holograms or it'd be like a chromecast stick that you plug into the back of the tv get a controller and you're streaming your video games i mean that's the future you want anyway Mr. No Disc over there. <laughs> oh, I just I don't know. Stream the stream the streaming thing freaks me out a little bit. I don't like. I prefer to have some hardware somewhere. Just not in discs. Because but he does want some hardware and plastic going into the ocean. Just, just not all of it. Shut up. Just not all. Shut of it. up. So anyway, yeah. Uh, hat you know, hats off to Reggie for a great career, and we both wish him the best. And whatever he does being awesome somewhere i don't think he can help somewhere himself. he's going to be taking names but speaking of awesome i just i can't part of me still can't believe this has happened and after i heard this news i was convinced that people were just messing with me sure it literally took me about 20 minutes and like some personal research before i realized that no people weren't just joking this actually happened the man who replaced him as president of Nintendo of America is named Douglas Bowser. Nintendo replaced him with a person literally named Bowser. And I'm not I'm not going to make any jokes because all there's been nothing but Bowser jokes for the last week. And you don't have to make jokes because that the joke man, writes itself. But that man, I don't know if you saw the image, but that man made the best joke. Where the, the joke the, with the tied up Mario and Luigi yes. in the background, just in the background. Yeah, no fanfare at all. He's just like, this is this is how it goes, man. And coming from someone who has been playing a little bit of Bowser and and Super Smash Brothers. Oh my god! Know. 
I'm I am here for Douglas Bowser. So <laughs> until he suicide drops us off the stage. Yeah, that was that was my reaction. I was just like, he better not like suplex us off. So anyway, all right, Nathan, hit me with the next topic on the list. Um, well, we've covered most of them. Um, <laughs> uh, on my list, I can either rant about how much Square Enix hates Final Fantasy VIII, which is a very specific thing, or we can talk about everyone in the gaming industry getting laid off. Let, let's touch very quickly on the layoffs. Uh, it's as sad as terrible. Um, specifically the one that some more than others <laughs> hit home with me. Well, because a couple weeks ago it was Activision Blizzard. Oh my, that that, that was, was the main one. That was that was awful. Uh, the the one that really hit home with me this week was the rumors, and I still I don't know if it has actually happened yet. I don't know if we have real numbers because the last thing I saw was Jason Schreier's um his article on it, and at that point there was no numbers. But Arena Net, um, uh, looking at mass layoffs there, I know Arena Net played a big part in both of our gaming lives yeah you know guild wars guild wars 2 so yeah i mean it's which, sad which uh which casts some shadows on the future of guild wars 2 it really because they've been does. hitting this living world thing pretty hard and if they're laying off that many people you gotta wonder if that's coming to a coming to a close well it's so interesting because i i see guild wars in arena net as they were doing this whole uh, this whole microtransaction for like cosmetics and that being their business model long before anybody else was. If you really go back and think about it, because Guild Wars one in a time when MMOs were subscription based, they didn't have a subscription. That was one of the things that put them apart. And you paid for cosmetics, and that was their business model. That's oh, and and extra character things. slots and sure, stuff like sure. that. Yeah, microtransactions. And so it's interesting though that. Now that the industry is sort of caught up with that, and now everyone is doing it, that it, according to the article from, like I said, from from Jason Schreier over Kotaku, um, the the person from is it NCSoft? Is that their Korean overlord? Uh, <laughs> that's a word. That's a word for it. Um, they they're just not making money anymore, and because they've had some titles that are in the works be delayed uh they're just not making enough money to well continue. i mean that's that's also their big problem they've had guild wars 2 and then nothing well and they they had path of exile i think was the the last was that that's nc soft though that's not necessarily arena net no, no no path of exile being the um the expansion for guild wars 2 wasn't that the one that came out a couple years ago Path of Exile is its own thing. What is that's no, a Diablo? No, no, no. That's what a free to play uh, Diablo clone. Okay, what was the most recent Guild Wars Two expansion? What was that called? No, it was something with the fire, wasn't it? I don't think there's. I think Heart of Thorns. No, uh, no, you're uh, right. There has yeah. been another one. Well, I feel like I should know this. I can't remember what it's called. Gonna vamp for a bit while Philip looks yeah, that I'm up on his up. phone. Fire, uh, Path of Fire. Path Sorry, of Fire. Yeah. Not Path of Exile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know exactly what that is now. Path of Fire. That was, I think, two years ago? Is that early last year? Is that two years ago? They haven't had... It was last year, yeah. So they haven't really had any content, monetized content since then. So... And I mean, the base game is free now. Yeah, so I mean, they are completely relying on market transactions. So, like, anyway, it is sad. I, I feel for the people who when they get laid off they do get laid off and you know hope hope for the best you know that they go find something somewhere that 
Hopefully they don't get laid off there because, as you said, it seems to be this <laughs> Well, don't go work for EA epidemic. or Activision Blizzard. Yeah, so... Um, specifically for EA, they... Um, I don't know if you heard about this specifically. Their Australian division... Yeah. Um, they laid off nearly everyone in that division. And the interesting statistic in that was that it was 10% of all of the game developers in Australia got laid off just from that one thing. Yeah, and I'm try I cannot remember the name of that studio. Um, but yeah, they it was it was it was really sad because I mean something that they said was like they can see the writing on the wall that the studio is just going to shut down altogether because the people that they laid off were like people performing day-to-day tasks that have to happen for that that division to continue. So, it's looking like that one's going to be dissolved at some point. Um, yeah, and it's just, it, it's sad. I mean, I know that, especially when we're talking on the scale of like Activision, Blizzard, and EA, I mean, they're just looking at dollar signs and they're looking at, you know, it's a business to them. Whereas, you know, on, specifically Activision. <laughs> sure. And, you know, for, for developers, I know it is, it's a passion and it's, it's, it's art. And they're the ones having to pay the consequences when that art doesn't you know, sell to the numbers that, you know, the publisher wants. Cause that's my thing with, but between arena net and the Activision blizzard thing, NCSoft came out and said like, we're not making enough money to continue. And so we're downsizing to protect the future of the company, which once again is sad because there are humans, you know, suffering because of that. But the Activision blizzard thing to me was really Odd well, because in the same phone call that they announced it was a record breaking year as far as revenue goes, they just didn't hit the numbers that they wanted to, so then they're downsizing. Also, the 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 problem with that was that there was absolutely no warning sure. for most of the people that got laid off. Um there had been rumor from what I understand, there'd been rumors circulating around the Blizzard offices. Um but no, like nothing like concrete, like, hey, you guys should probably be like looking for jobs sure. somewhere. And so for a lot of those people, they literally like walked into work one day and then didn't have a job. Do you know if they got severance pay? I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. I should, I should look that I up. I don't know. I don't know. I know at least with the arena net situation, they're, they're, they're supposed to get two months severance pay. So I don't, I'm wanting to say in Activision Blizzard, I don't think they did. Um, I, I, that's, that's rough. And, and I don't know. 100%. I don't know 100% for sure on that. And I'm not like a reliable news source by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> the news over here. Um, but I don't, I don't think they did. I think that was one of the things a lot of people were upset about. Yeah. So, I mean, just unfortunate situations all around and we hope the best for those out there looking for um, jobs. I'm, and- I'm hoping this prompts Blizzard to maybe kick Activision out. I don't know, legally speaking, if they can at this point, but Bungie literally did just that. We don't really know. Um, we don't really know how, like, the behind the scenes of that worked. We know that Bungie split from them. We don't I mean, know Bungie, Bungie literally like, ran away. Bungie literally paid them for their share in Destiny 2 and said, get, get out. We don't want you anymore. Do you know for a fact that that was the perspective or was Activision saying you can buy your share back because we're because I think it all has to do with the same. No, stuff. I think Bungie initiated that entire exchange from what I understand. Bungie wanted the the buyout? Yes. <clears throat> like right. Bungie wanted nothing to do with Activision anymore. And I think a lot of it had to do with what was going on with Blizzard 
and they didn't want to be involved in that same kind of scenario. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested. To uh, see they what, got out while the getting was good. And essentially, I'm interested to see like future destiny what happens now. Uh, it'll probably be a lot better. Bungie, I have heard, you know, inklings that you know, obviously, like a Microsoft or an Xbox would love to buy them and bring them in. <laughs> Microsoft like uh, comes back to yes. Bungie hat in hand, <laughs> like please come back. <laughs> That would be. We should have so never given you away. That'd be so interesting. So anyway, yeah. I don't know. I'd like to see Bungie just become like their own entity and just do work. Uh, yeah, I feel like, like I feel like being tied to Microsoft and Activision and other companies has held them back a bit. Would I would, you, would, I would you, like to see what Bungie can do just being their own entity. Uh, almost like a like a like an Ubisoft. Yeah. The thing. Ubisoft is so. Ubisoft is having a great couple of years. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> getting releasing releasing game. a Far Cry every six months. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Anyway. 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 We're gonna kind of strayed from 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 that. But okay. So um, we got uh developers laid off. What was the last thing that you wanted to talk about? Oh, I just wanted to to rant for a bit about a very personal thing. Rant away. <laughs> I, I teased I teased it in the intro, not even knowing if you had a rant, but I was like, got a good feeling. I just okay. So I mean, we were talking about Final Fantasy 15 earlier. My my favorite Final Fantasy, and I'm not saying it's the best. Before people come after me with pitchforks and torches, yeah, everybody put your not, pitchforks up. Not saying favorite. it's the best. Favorite my can be favorite, a bad game. My favorite Final Fantasy is eight, and it will always be eight. Like even with as good as 15 was, and as much as I personally love 10. Um, in fact, I think, I want to say 10 might be the best Final Fantasy. Oh, I know a lot of people would disagree. I know, I know they would. Favorite. Um, a lot of people don't like it, though. I know. I'm not one of those people. I mean, if we're talking about... It was my first, Popularity and critical opinion, it's probably always going to be six. As long as it's not seven, I'm happy, but I'm getting off topic. Six being my favorite. Um, Yes. But I just I I love eight and the amount of hate that Square Enix has for that game I just I can't stand it I it cannot is, it stand is, it it is downright like memeable at this point I mean it, it should be because like they they don't acknowledge its existence point point in case <laughs> I'm riled up about this because recently they announced for the on this last Nintendo Direct actually uh, for the Switch the Switch is getting. Final Fantasy 7 and Final Fantasy 9. Um 9's already out. You can already get it on Switch. Um 7 I think is coming out in June? Uh no, uh, April next month. Is it? Yeah. Is it April? Okay. Uh I couldn't remember. Well, it's I guess it's still February, so almost March, but yeah. Anyway, it's soonish. Um and both like that announcement happened what 3 days after the 20th anniversary for Final Fantasy yeah. 8 and I'm just thinking you put 7 and 9 on the Switch. Yeah. You've got you've re- they've remade 7 what twice of the well HD remade 7 twice. They've ported it to PC. I like if if you have a device you can play Final Fantasy 7 on it. 9's almost there. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I mean uh 7 has had a PS4 re I won't call it a remake, but like a remaster. Port. Yeah, remaster port. Nine, I believe, is that the, the, they did the same thing to yeah. PS4. 
8 doesn't even have a PS4. It got a bad port to PC that everyone hates because yeah. they they made all the music MIDI files. <laughs> so so the way that you can play because you can you can play eight on your PS4, but it has to go through the PS1 classics. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So um, like seven and nine the are both their own yeah. game on the PS4. On the PS4 yeah. But to play eight on the PS4, you have to go through the classics. And then even on PC, like the port isn't that great either. And I mean, like, arguably, it's even worse than the original. And I, like, it just it eats me up inside. So for like all like five people out there who also like Final Fantasy VIII, I'm I'm with you. Um, to clarify, Final Fantasy VII coming to Switch is actually in March, so it is next month, okay. March 26th. Uh, the April that I was thinking about was 10, 10 2 coming to Switch in April. That just makes it even worse, and I will probably also buy that. <laughs> I am definitely. That's that's the HD. That's the HD that remake for ten. One, that is the one for coming to Switch. The, PS, the PS4, yeah. I might. Oh, the the ability to play a ten wherever I go. Wherever you just, can, wherever you I can, just, always play ten. I'd have to beat it for like the fifth time, <laughs> and realize just how easy it is. Oh, dude, the last I beat it, I think in under thirty hours last time, and that was with uh, me like one shotting almost every boss. Oh, what is this? KH three? Oh, shut up. <laughs> Don't know. That's just insulting. Stop. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Nathan. Do you have any major topics that you wanted to talk about? I think that about covered it for me this week. Yeah, that covers it for me this week too. It was kind of like a getting back into the flow of things. Uh, for those who don't know, because like I said, you may be listening for your first time. Because everybody listened last time. We did this. What we got into the twenties last time, as far as episodes go. Right? I want to say we did eighteen or nineteen. I don't think we hit twenty. I think we hit 22. I think we hit 22. I can't remember. I'm feeling 22. Um, yeah, I think I think we got there, and and so now we're back. Don't call it a remake, but it kind of is. Check check go. This has been episode one with Nathan and Philip, where we cover a lot of stuff in the <laughs> video game world and talk about our opinions that may or may not be factually correct. Yes. Yeah. Don't come. Don't come here for facts. Come here for crazy opinions. Too slightly, too slightly grumpy, too slightly grumpy mid having yeah. opinions on video games. Yeah, remember we 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 rave about what we love and random about what we don't. Once again, this has been check check go. Thank you for listening. Until next time, Nathan, what you gonna be playing? Probably Anthem. I'm gonna be playing Anthem too. Have a good week, everybody. See you.